Hey everybody, Mackenzie here from Kenzie's Bible Study Podcast. Just to preview this episode, um, sat down with Bailey Miller and I'm so excited. We're talking about singleness, which is one of the topics I feel like I can talk about a lot. And we certainly did. So I split this episode into two parts. Um, so one will be out now and then the next will be out in a week. And I'm really excited. So please enjoy the episode, share it, like it, follow us on Instagram. And yeah, without further ado, here's our episode with Bailey Miller on singleness. We're gonna go, we're gonna go. Hey, welcome to Kenzie's Bible Study Podcast. I'm Mackenzie, the girl behind the post-it notes in studio. She's a series regular. She's on. (laughs) She doesn't get paid. Nope. It's it's Bailey Miller, everybody. So much of the stuff that I do, (laughs) I don't. I'm a worship. I don't get paid for that. You don't get paid for anything. I get paid for my job. Do you? I yes. I got an illusion. I got my check. Oh. So yes, I did get paid. Nope, she's paid. Actually, I haven't cashed it in yet, so we don't know yet. (laughs) It's not real. It's all an illusion. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> they just want me to keep coming. That's true. We want you to chase children all the way. Hey, this is exciting, actually. Um, some big announcements coming from the podcast studio here, really, is that um, we're going to kind of switch up the rotation. We're going to still be going through the Bible and kind of discussing things um, as we go through John and further than that. Um, but we're also going to mix it up kind of on a rotation of going through scripture, talking about something topical, interviewing a woman who we think is rad and we just want to talk about them and how cool they are and we can just like learn from other women and um, yeah. And then every once in a while, if I, if I preach, I'll also post that on there. Um, so that's what's going on. So today we're we're not reading through scripture but we're talking on something topical bailey miller what are we talking about today we're talking about singleness singleness wow (laughs) it's my favorite thing to talk about it's so good though (laughs) no i actually do love talking about it because i have um embraced it now Mm -hmm. it's interesting because we're like oh single people that's like a thing is that a population um but yes it is (laughs) So, hey, listen, we feel very forgotten sometimes. That's uh, true. Bailey, are you, are you single? I am super single. Super. Single as a Pringle? Super single as a Pringle. <laughs> and I like Pringles. So if anyone wants to bring me a Pringle and... On a date yeah, or just in sure, general? I don't care. Whatever. Just bring me a Pringle. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not serious. Single. That's not a requirement. It's okay. No. <laughs> Um, though if somebody showed up on a date with a box of Pringles, or box, what do you call those, a cane? A a container of Pringles? I can't Pringles. This shows you how often I eat Pringles. Yeah, we don't eat Pringles a lot, but when we do, it's because a boy brought it to us on a date, and that hasn't happened yet, so I haven't eaten Pringles in a long time. It happens a lot. Um, I feel like it's funny because I think a lot of the times, I listen to a lot of things about singleness and dating and marriage and I'm just like I love listening to things like that because I feel very 
connected to talking about relationships Mm -hmm. and not just like romantic relationships, but also friendships and Mm -hmm. mentoring and all the things, because I feel like relationship is why we're here. Mm -hmm. And so, um, a lot of times when you hear people talk on podcasts or in sermons or anything about singleness, um, usually the people are talking about singleness and it being a gift and all those things. Um, Mm -hmm. those people are married. Um, and (laughs) And like, and I value their opinion just as highly, but it is sometimes mm-hmm. hard as a single person, which I also am. Um, and, and just to show like some age difference too, like Bailey, how old are you? I'm 21. 21. And I'm 29. Um, and so sometimes it's hard because people are like, oh, well you're 21. Like you don't know anything yet because <coughs> you've actually been single that long, mm. especially coming from me. Some of the girls in the Harriet house are often like, oh my gosh, I've just been single and I'm like, sister, please. Oh I am no. 29 and for sure not getting married at least in the next year because I have to take care of you. Basically. <laughs> so, but I think it's like, it. it is, I so value people who are married talking about it because at least they've been on both ends. Like they've been single and they've been married. So I'm today I'm going to say like, I'm not going to speak from being married because I haven't been married. And I think marriage is a gift. We are I just want to put a disclaimer out. There is um, no marriage ba- bashing here. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I know that, like, when it, it can easily get into that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into that. And um, But really, I mean, honestly, the 50% of people who are over the age of 18 are single in the yeah. United States right now. And so that's a lot of people. And honestly, it's, like, one of the things, other than, like, how do you read your Bible, that people ask me about on Instagram, on all kinds of things. Whenever I've written about being single on my blog, that gets one of the highest responses. Mm. Um, And just like the struggles and um, the successes and all of the things. So people really engage with that. And they think that's because we all um, don't want to feel alone in in the season that we're in. And I think um, I used to hate talking about it. And I actually stopped talking about it for a a long time. like a year uh, and uh, the reason is because I was just I was exhausted talking about it but mm-hmm. I feel like really God has called me to talk about singleness yeah. a lot and to be an example of um, how to uh, use this season to the fullest Absolutely. and um, and I see that evident in the girls that I work with here in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I, I remember one of the girls, very kindly, she did not mean this in a mean way at all, um, was just like, you know, sometimes I'm just so distraught because I just feel like I'm never going to get married. And then I think, well, Mackenzie's single and she's 29. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but oh, at the same time, no. like, I want to provide a hope for people that like, hey, listen, your life is not all about being single or married or any of those things like your life is about jesus and about Uh furthering the kingdom and we'll get into all the reasons why singleness is great um but i feel like that's kind of like the calling on my life right now and and the reason that is is honestly because for me i was not content i was really not content in a in a really unhealthy way Mm. and i just finally like came to terms with the Lord, just wrestled, just like hand in, like hands on God's face. I felt like just, mm. just shaking him saying like, if I'm going to be single, you better use it. Yeah. 
like do not have me single for no reason Mm. um which I believe that he would never do anyways but I was like I need to know that there is a reason and purpose for this season because because otherwise what's the point absolutely and and God has held his word to that Mm -hmm. truly truly from that moment on um God has filled my life with important things I've seen that so evidently in your life, for sure, like coming from an outside perspective and looking at your life, I've seen so much how God has been so faithful to use you from a ministry standpoint and also um, in a relationship uh, standpoint, like with um, with like one of your really good friends and um, just with the girls in the house, you've been able to pour in so much and I honestly don't think that would be able to happen had you been in a relationship or had you been married Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think God definitely is using your season too Mm -hmm. yeah and I basically told God when I said yes to the Harriet house I said um I'm not leaving until you bring me a husband (laughs) (laughs) which you know that's just the kind of relationship I feel like I have with God like it's like you need to meet me halfway dude come on come on i said yes to this you say yes to yeah me. come on yeah the bargaining really works out for you too it's super does and actually it's really it's really interesting just like to look at the statistics of people's relationships like throughout the united states and uh, and i don't know statistics around the world mm. um just culturally marriage is very tied to culture yeah. um and singleness too and there's Honestly, in a lot of cultures, a lot of shame atti- mm-hmm. tied to singleness. Absolutely. Um, and in the like 60s, it was about 22 that you would get married. And before that, it was even earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's between 27 and 30. Mm-hmm. And it, I was actually reading an article that showed like the a- average age per state. Mm-hmm. Because like obviously like places like Utah are a little younger. Of course. Um, and Oregon is 28.6, so <laughs> I uh, missed that by, like, seven months, but oh well. It's fine. <laughs> I did always used to make the joke, like, people, you know, people say all kinds of silly comments um, about, like, why are you married yet? You know, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> as if I can control that. But um, I would just say, well, the average age is, in the United States, is 28, Um and if I miss that, I can just move to Canada where it's 30. Right. <laughs> and you can just fill in the statistic wherever you go. Yeah, I really could just go wherever. And yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So let's actually start with, I I actually put out a, a like Q&A on, on Instagram mm-hmm. and also messaged a few of my friends and just asked like, <coughs> what they'd want to hear talked about in regards to singleness, what do we, what should we discuss? And a friend of mine who's not a Christian yet, um, very dear friend of mine, um, responded and she said, Hey, I don't really know the religious aspect, but do we need to be married? Why, why do we feel like we need to have a partner? So like, is this a requirement in life? Do we need to be married? That's a fantastic question. And I think that, um, I mean, no, um, it is not a requirement to be married. Um, I think, you can think of many, many people throughout history who have done amazing things with their life and never had a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one person okay. I might put out there is Jesus. Yeah, Jesus did not was not married. Spouse. Um, cool. Was not concerned about that. His time was completely focused on his ministry and with God. And <clears throat> I think the important thing to look at too is like that was the initial design. 
that was the original design was to just be with God alone. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. not to have a partner. God made man a partner because he wasn't satisfied. He felt lonely. Mm-hmm. So the initial creation was to just be one with God. And honestly, I think God is so, like, at least in my own life, I've I've seen him just be excited at the fact that I'm single because he's like, yeah. you are not, you're not in this covenant relationship yet. So here's all these ways that I can use you that I can't necessarily, I'm not mm. going to do the same ministry through a married couple as I'm going to do through somebody who is spending their time completely like undevoted, like devout attention to mm-hmm. God in that way. Yeah. So um, no, it's not a requirement to be married. And I guess, I don't know. I think for me and my own, I mean, I've never dated anybody. So um, I've, I'm really good at being single. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like a professional but, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I've never, um, I've never had to date anybody to feel like I had purpose because I don't know the difference. I don't know what it's like to be with somebody in that way. Um, but I don't know. I think, I guess, yeah, the answer would be no, it's not, it's not a requirement. And if, somebody is telling you that it is a requirement, then I think that that's more of a personal issue. Let me ask you about this, though. Like, in the very beginning, you know, God creates Adam, and then he's having Adam name all the the animals and all the things, and then he's like, puts him to sleep. He's like, it's not good for a man to be alone. Mm. So, like, are we... Are we really supposed to be like what what do you think about that because I feel like that could be argued that like you're not supposed to be alone definitely, but I think alone is i think the word alone can be taken in so many contexts sure. I think like if we look at it in terms of like friendship or companionship, yeah, that can look really different too um I don't think that it just has to be a marriage um, mm-hmm. that gives you that same ability to not be alone. I also do not think it is good to live your life alone, mm-hmm. um, not pursuing relationship, mm-hmm. but pursuing marriage, mm-hmm. like that specific relationship, I don't think is necessary um, if you don't want that. Because I also think there's a lot of shame like when people don't want that. Like mm-hmm. I've had so many friends of mine say, you know what? that's just not what I want right now. And people are like, what? Like, Mm. why? Like, oh, you'll change your mind. Like, Mm -hmm. like as it, as if it's an expectation that that's what everybody wants to do. And that's just not what some people want. Um, but I think you could argue that, that yes, marriage is 100% one way to achieve not being alone, but also when we're in communion with God, we're not alone. And also pursuing friendship and pursuing deep, um, really intentional, vulnerable relationships with women, men, all those things like that produces, I feel, mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my married friends would say, um, just because I'm married doesn't mean I don't feel alone mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't and- make you... I think that's the thing that we often do in culture, like in the church, outside the church, like doesn't matter where we are, that we... Uh, have kind of idolized marriage. We have. And that um, we think that a lot of things will be solved once we're married. So, like, a lot of, like, you know, sins 
that we struggle with sexually, like whether it be like addiction to pornography or masturbation or something like that, or also just like um, feeling feelings of inadequacy or anything that we really struggle with, we often put it on marriage to be the thing that fixes us. Which ironically is usually the thing that enhances all of those things because you have somebody with you. And I, I think that this happens outside of marriage too. I think that this happens in, in friendship as well. When you get so close with somebody that you're really vulnerable and you start letting your walls down and you don't have like a ton of, um, a ton of walls up with somebody like, and you're fully yourself. I mean, anything that you're feeling, thinking that you could have kept to yourself, then get shared with someone else. And then someone else has perspective Mm -hmm. on it and also has to be around you to deal with that. Um, and so, yeah, no, that, yeah, it definitely, I mean, I can see that in my parents' life. I can see that, um, in my friends that are married and, mm-hmm. you know, like literally, you know, the first weeks after they're getting married, they're like, I just didn't know yeah. that it was going to be like this. <laughs> and I'm like, that, yeah, no, totally. Cause and you know what? We're probably going to say that same thing. Exactly. I think everybody does because I don't think the grass is always greener on the other side. You know, oh, yeah. it's you look at that and you're like well you just always have somebody and you always have and I'm like you can I also have people always too. have I'm like I can also always have somebody my friends that are married I'd still hang out with them mm-hmm. I also have friends that are single that I get to see more consistently because we're both single and mm-hmm. so we're not we're not pursuing a relationship at this point not to say you never will but it's that right now yeah. that's that's not my reality yeah. and so I don't know Anyways, and there's a, there's been this like thing and I'd say specifically um, I think church culture has perpetuated this idea. And I think from what I understand throughout history, it's flip-flopped mm. um, on which one is valued more, singleness or marriage, singleness or marriage. Right yeah. now we're in a couple-driven society um, yeah. within Christian culture and within the rest of culture too. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder, like, how it, how does the church perpetuate this? Like, what's it like being single in the church? Um, (laughs) I mean, for me, I, my parents were really awesome in the sense that they, they never made it sound like I had to get married to be a functional adult. I mean, I grew up with the mentality that like, I was going to go to college, I was going to get a job and then I could worry about like getting married and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like that was never the first priority of mine was to get married as a, like, opposed to a lot of my friends who I feel like their parents were like, no, getting married is the best thing ever. Mm. Like, get married, get married. Like, you need to look this way. You need to lose weight. Mm. You need to do this thing so that a guy's going to like you to get married because once you get past a certain point, you know, no one's going to like you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, it's horrible. Which and is think, just not true. No, no, it's so not. Um, But in church... I think marriage is like you said it's it's very idolized without meaning to be. Oh, I totally. don't I don't think that people mean to. I just think that um it is such a powerful form of ministry when two broken people build this covenant relationship with one another promising to God that they're going to remain together forever pursuing him like that that is an incredible ministry like absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that that's what the church means to promote more than just 
marriage, like just being married mm-hmm. for the sake of getting married mm-hmm. as opposed to like, well, what if your ministry is incredible and you're single? Does that mean that it's less important because it's not with mm-hmm. a man or a woman? You know, mm-hmm. it's, um, so I think in church, um, it definitely can get wrongly yeah. idolized. Yeah. I feel like one of the ways that that can happen and just, I want to reiterate that this is not out of malice people don't do this and and I feel like I on like our speaking team at church have be kind of become like the voice of like hey don't forget like this population of people whether that's women or single people younger people whatever that is um and so sometimes what I'll bring up is hey like expand your um vocabulary with your audience you know like when you're using examples in a sermon if they're all about being married, that's super isolating for somebody who's single. Yeah. Just, you know, as a single person, I'm sitting there thinking, like, does that even apply to me? So if you if you just add in, like, you know, like, when you're talking about people in your life, your spouse, yeah. your coworkers, your friends, like, if you just add that list, that yeah. can be so much more, like, arm around the shoulder mm-hmm. bringing someone in regardless like, when you see that like when you see somebody who can only draw from their marriage like that's the only mm. well that is producing life or examples or mm-hmm. um hills valleys all those things it's like that is so much pressure to put on another person yeah. and not having outside relationships mm-hmm. like outside of your marriage um, or outside, like, you know, if you're dating somebody, like, I think any married couple could tell you that, hey, like, it's so important to have your girlfriends. It's important to have your guy friends. It's mm-hmm. important to have these outside people because yeah. those, like, marriage is also a community thing. Oh, like, yeah. it's it's totally. not meant to be done alone. We're not meant to do marriage alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not meant to do dating alone. We're supposed to have people pouring into our relationships. Ultimately, it's up to the two people mm-hmm. to you know keep their you know covenant with each other but um yeah I think you know on the grounds of that it's important to remember that if that's the only place that you can draw from Mm -hmm. um in terms of giving examples and all that then it's a really good idea to evaluate like hey I should like build more relationships I should pursue other relationships because other relationships can be just as life-giving, it's just different. Oh, it's just totally. different. And that's, totally. that's really the bottom line. It's just different. So, like, if you, you know, like, let's say there's married people listening or people in the church, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say to them on how they can best love and support the single friends and family and other people in their church in their life? I would say just what I've really loved about people that I have seen um, – I mean, even when I was younger was that like, you know, I would see like a husband and wife, they were newlyweds, whatever. And this, um, this lady used to constantly like ask me to go to coffee and stuff like that. Just on her own, didn't bring up her husband unless it was absolutely necessary. You know, it was, I was getting to know her, like, cause mm-hmm. she was her own person um, mm-hmm. outside of her marriage. And so I guess my advice would be maybe to just 
be present with the people that are in front of you and you know if your husband's not like it's okay to like think about your husband think about yeah, your wife whatever totally. like that's fine I'm Please not you know I'm do that, that you bad. need that <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying that you know if you if you are being aware and you're saying like hey like I see that like this girl over here she's single is it the best idea to just you know, pour onto her, like, everything that's going on in my marriage or, like, everything Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about relationships or whatever. Like, there's just so much more to talk about than marriage or dating Mm -hmm. or things like that. Like, not that those things are not important, and I, like, want to preface that because those things, like, are really big milestones for people, and I don't want to diminish that. But also, like we're pursuing the kingdom like Mm. we're pursuing jesus and we are pursuing heaven like that's what we're pursuing and for some people it has nothing to do with dating and it has nothing to do with marriage it has nothing to do with any of those things but it does have to do with relationship yeah so like maybe um even if you're like talking about your marriage or whatever like being able to just talk about it in terms of relationship, not necessarily marriage, but mm. relationship. Like mm-hmm. these are healthy ways to build relationship because yep. relationship is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that for anybody. Right. Um, Do you think it would just be easier if like married people were only friends with married people and then single people only single people then? Would it, that just be nope. easier? Or <laughs> No, no, totally. You should have all the friends. Um, yeah. You should have so many different kinds of friends in all kinds of seasons. Because I feel life. like I see that happen it a lot, does. just naturally. And I don't think people it mean it. Like, no. I don't think like married people don't mean to. It's just, um, and single people don't mean to. I think it's just what happens is we gravitate towards people who are more like who us. We're in our season. Yeah. In our season. And you know what's funny is like, in terms of marriage, I think that it's kind of a crummy way to look at it because it's saying like you're not in the next step even though mm. singleness isn't like the block before marriage. Yeah. Like and it's I not think, a hierarchy. No, it's not there's like a no next hierarchy. Level. Mm. And so to to say like I'm in this milestone or like I'm in this like awesome space and this person who is single is not there yet you Mm, know it's like mm -hmm. it's just putting this really kind of archaic view on Mm -hmm. you know this person can't relate to me because of this one dynamic this one relationship I have should not define the relationships I can have with other people um and I would hope that you know if you're married that you have a marriage that allows you to pursue any person because like that relationship is important like Mm -hmm. you should have relationship with all kinds of people in all different seasons all ages all kinds of Mm -hmm. like everything like Mm -hmm. anything so because the more people that you make friends with and the more people who come from different experiences, like, you're seeing so many different elements of, like, how God is making people and the different gifts and observations and talents of other people that you're not going to see if mm-hmm. all the only people that... Like, if even if single people mm-hmm. are only hanging out with single people, I don't think that's good either. No. I'm like, you should hang out with married people because that's such a special relationship. You should see that. Because, yeah. Especially, like, a really healthy, good marriage. Yes. Like, that is so encouraging and life-giving mm-hmm. to see when, like, two people have a super Christ-centered relationship and they're doing ministry they're doing their life but they're also 
not just zeroed in mm-hmm. on them. It's not mm-hmm. just about them. They're looking at their marriage as a ministry. Like we yes. are a team, like we are a unit, but we also are our own people. Like we operate in different giftings we and that's important. In different yeah. Exactly. I feel like for me, like one of the things to be really, really candid that has been difficult as a single person is um as I I've been in a lot of weddings. A lot of weddings. I can't. I'm just basically living the 27 dresses life. But um, it's real. Um, But one of the things that can be difficult, and I've seen it done really well, and I've seen it it done really poorly, Mm. is that um, often I can feel very isolated as a single person once my one of my friends who was single with me then is married, and so they, you know, like just remember we exist, you know, like that kind of thing. And it's, and it is really hard. I don't know if this is just me, but what's really hard is to then communicate. Hey, like, and, and it's not like, I don't want to be part of your married life because like, I love your husband. I wouldn't have like stood with you at your wedding Mm. if I didn't love him too. And you know, like where sometimes like I want my time with my girlfriend who'd like, we are still friends regardless of our marital status, you know? And at the same time too, like, please, like, invite me to things where, like, your husband's there. Like, yeah. I'm not going to feel, please don't, please don't think Assume I'm going to feel bad. That because, I feel bad. Because, like, I'm going to hang out with you and your out, husband. You know? you know? And it is hard because I appreciate people thinking, like, I don't want you to feel like the third wheel or whatever. Like, you know. But ask first before you assume. Ask. Oh, totally ask. <laughs> and I think the big thing for me in regards to anybody who's supporting people in their lives whatever stage they're in of life like whatever season they happen to find themselves in is uh, pay attention to language Um, I think language can be either really isolating or really life-giving and that's so scriptural but it's um, in a way that you know if you're talking to someone like even earlier I like made a joke about like being single like that's just also still silly to make a joke about that because it's not really funny and people do it a lot like yeah. oh like of course you're still single you know this kinds of things it's not really that funny no. um it's not like it's some status to be achieved like even a good example of this is that um uh my our pastor would say uh he said something to me one day in a meeting of like oh well we'll find you someone and I was like, well, if you find me someone, that's fine. And I'm grateful for that. But also, um, you'll have to find a new house mom, you know. And yeah. so, like, I kind of use humor to kind of shield some of those comments because yeah. there are a lot of comments that can come in that can be really hurtful. And what I've learned is, like, how to, like, how to speak yeah. truth into them without making someone feel bad. Yeah. Um, and so, like, a, a big one that happens a lot is... Um, people asking like when they like talk to you like they're catching up with you uh so often one of the first things that they say is like so are you seeing anyone and so just like for me like my brother does this like often and I have said this publicly so I I think he'd be fine with me sharing this but I've told him multiple times um I would really appreciate if you'd ask me about something that I do have before something I don't have and guess what you're gonna know what is going on? 
I don't know if you heard that. Like, <laughs> I think somebody just dropped something on the ceiling. Anyways, I think Liz, I, I told my brother, I'm like, listen, you're going to know when I'm in a relationship because yeah. I don't just date to date. Like, you'll know. Absolutely. And so if you could just ask me about the things that already you. exist in my life or like yeah. my brother's so silly. He'll ask things like, so when am I going to get some nieces and nephews? And I'm like, there, there's just a lot of other steps to get through first. Um, and, and what I often say to him too is, um, there are 14 girls in this house. You are welcome to bless. You are welcome to bless them. You're welcome to ask me about my job and how that's going because I love my job. You're welcome to ask me about the house and my ministry. And you could ask me about how speaking team is going, how, how, what it's like being a woman in ministry. Like you could ask me so many other things, Mm -hmm. um, that I would be so happy to talk to you about. Um, and I don't mind talking about relationships. Please don't Mm -hmm. shy away from those things. Um, but I've had people say like, Hey, like, Tell me about, like, this season for you in regards to relationships. Like, people who have done that well. Um, and it comes out of a place of kindness. And it comes out of a place yeah. of um, relationship. Like, it's not the first thing that's asked every time. So that's yeah. something that I would say is really important to me. Um, because I think there's this thing that we, like, you always hear. This is the cliche you always hear from married people. Of like, oh, you just, like enjoy your singleness you just there's just you'll never get this time back and all those things whatever and then like literally the next sentence out of their mouth is like so are you seeing anyone and it's so contradicting to say like we value (laughs) this season but like when are you gonna be done with it over it (laughs) yeah so because you just can't bear it any longer i just don't know and so like to me like one thing that's been really really important for me um, to do and communicate with the girls in the house because they are all single, single as in um, not married. Yes. Um, some of them are dating and things like that. But it's really important for me to communicate. You have gifts. You have talents. You have purpose right now, not when you're older, not when you're married, not any of those things. It's right now. Here's the season. Start now because yeah. I wish I would have started living my life purposefully sooner. Yeah. And so I just, I'm constantly calling them forward. And I think that's our responsibility, no matter what season in life we're in. Mm-hmm. So, but, and I really do view singleness is as a gift. And Paul talks about singleness being a gift. And I feel like so often as a single person, we're like, that's just the gift I would like to return. I would not yeah. like to have this gift, but how, how is singleness a gift? Oh gosh, it. I mean, in my life, it it totally has been. I feel like I've been able to really devote myself to having intentional time with Jesus, um, really getting Mm. to know him without any barriers to that. I've had no heartbreak, um, Mm. no romantic heartbreak, because I feel like when you're young, like really young, um, like I feel like most people start dating, honestly, when they're like, 12. In between like Actually, twelve and we have 14. fifth graders dating at our yeah, school. Yeah, so it's it's a whatever lot. dating means when you're ten. Exactly, and so you know these kids are are dating and they're dating you know for attraction. They're dating for the phys- for the physical reason. They're dating because they think someone's funny. You know they're they're right. dating for all these really superficial, not long lasting reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And so their hearts are getting just trampled over, and so then they enter like possibly really amazing relationships um with a lot of 
I mean, sadly, baggage, mm, like a lot yeah. of emotional baggage. And not to say that if you're single, you don't have baggage. It's just saying like, I know for me, like when or if I step into that season of my life, it's going to look so different because I haven't had that because mm-hmm. I have not just, you know, been in a relationship. But I think singleness is a gift because um, it just gives God full full and complete access to your whole Mm, heart without mm -hmm. another person having it and not saying that when you're married that god does not have full access to your heart but that is a temptation it's from what i understand yes it's so easy to say well god now shares you with your husband that god now shares you with your wife like Mm. it's it's not the same it really isn't so it sounds like you're saying that singleness is a gift but only if you use it absolutely and like that that really is the key i mean i think it's in any waiting period whether it's singleness or not like not wasting your waiting like yeah. don't waste it that's no. you're always going to be in a season of waiting for something mm-hmm. um and waiting is okay. Like, it's not bad to say, oh, I'm waiting for this, or I'm mm-hmm. not waiting for this. That's okay. But most people, I feel, are in a space of, like, oh, I'm waiting for this. But God's not just going to start using you when you're on to the next thing. He's like, no, no. I have things for you today. Like, mm-hmm. in two minutes, I have something that I want you to ponder and think about with me, and I want you to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. That's right now. That's probably the biggest thing that singleness is a gift for is time. Yeah. You will not get this time back from what I understand. And, you know, I have, I've seen people use it well and I've seen people who squander it. Yeah. Just totally. So I feel like time really is the, the biggest thing. Um, and, and from time, so many other things can happen. I mean, if you look at the church, the the reason that often the church can operate the way it does is because they're single people. Yep. Because like who's serving in the nursery? Like who's doing all these things? Um, if you do things well, you're going to harness the gifts of single people because they have the time and the energy. And not to say like we're not busy because I totally am busy. Oh gosh, but the yeah, reason I that I am... Everything. Yeah, the reason <laughs> I am busy right now is because I am using the gifts that God has given me and the reason I can harness those things is because I'm single the reason I can do the Harriet house is because I'm single if I was married I would not be able to do this house I'm also like really excited too because I feel like if I do step into that at some point then I've I've been able to spend so much time developing so many amazing friendships. Mm-hmm. Um like people that I'm like, man, I don't have as much fear entering that season because I know that like I've got my girls who mm-hmm. like are gonna be there because I've spent the time investing because they are my relationships like these girls like are my relationships my parents Mm -hmm. are like those are important people that I invest in um so I don't feel as scared whereas if I had been dating and I had not invested so much in my friendships then you know every time you know you leave a relationship or then you only have the one relationship because you didn't invest in any other ones like that's super mm. isolating yeah, to so only difficult. have one person that knows you um yeah. and i think it's so special like outside the context of marriage to feel like i have so many people like who truly know me mm-hmm. like who know me very deeply um 
and you don't have to wait for that. And yeah. that's you don't. No, you, really you don't. don't. And that's really special. And that's something that I realized a little bit later was like, I don't have to wait to be fully known. Like mm. I don't have to wait for that. And I thought that I did. And same with by God, you don't have to wait. No. Like you can pers- this is the amazing thing about having time too, is that like you have time to get up in the morning and to read your Bible. Yeah. I like literally today, like sat and read my Bible for like two hours. Yeah. And, like, it, when you're in a relationship, when you have kids, like, all those things, like, this is precious time yeah. that, like, of course people who are married can still, like, read their Bible and things like that. But it is immensely more difficult, and I know that Absolutely. they would say so. And so, like, this is time to, like, memorize scripture, to read the Bible, to to pursue God, to pray. Establish like, these the are firm foundation. Establish habits that you will be able to take in to marriage if if that's where god is going to take you because also if god doesn't take you into marriage that's okay he has something else for you and i want to like really really make that known and and say like this is not like we're talking about see singleness as in like the season prepping for marriage this is singleness the season you're in like this is what you are called to right now like you are called Mm -hmm. to be single right now if you are single and so it's like you have habits to establish and it's for whatever's next, yeah. whatever that is. And so, like, if that is marriage and kids next, then, like, you can't just, like, not establish those habits and then expect those habits to come naturally then. And it's, it's like, it's, like, not practicing for the game and then just jumping into the Super Bowl having never played football. <laughs>